Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Best of moment number 18 from Mad TV Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Dictator, and his new show on ABC splitting up together, The Always uh, it's Crazy. I just said it like walking. The Always Crazy. Bobby Lee. Yeah, Do you remember the first are. little person you ever met before Brad? <laughs> yeah, there was another guy named... Uh, uh, no, he wasn't Brad. His name was... Um, Ben. Okay. And I w- worked at a Panikin coffee shop. You see how Brad's face changed, by the way? He was like, who the fuck is Ben? And I thought I was the only <laughs> one the in your fuck? life. <laughs> who the fuck you get to is this one. other midget <laughs> yeah. moving no, in I- on my Bobby? <laughs> so the, the ones that I've ever met, coming for you, right? Ben. The little magical people that I've met right, in my life, is Ben had tattoos like down to his wrist back in the early 90s, which is pretty... You know, it was a great time for tattoos. Yeah, but it was also new too. Oh, yeah. I didn't see a lot of people. It was mm-hmm. just starting to happen. Right. And Ben, I worked with at this coffee shop, and he ha- always had the hottest chicks I've ever seen. Like I saw him make out with this pump and a nine at a bar, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Like I, I was, I could, I was unfuckable. I couldn't get anybody. Like w- they wouldn't even look at me, women, right? And this little guy is like killing it. That's my dude, Ben. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. like Ben now. So then I'm like, keeping it real for the people, Ben. <laughs> you know, I had to do morning shifts, and I, I did it with Ben, and we were like washing dishes one morning, mm. and I just kind of look at him, and I go, "How did you get so much pussy?" And he goes, "Bob." <laughs> Hey Bob, Baba, Baba, yeah. He goes, um, I swing a hundred times a day. Wait, on the swing? Like no, no, swing? He, that's how he builds. No, strength? he goes to the bat. He goes to bat and he yeah. swings. They made he swung on. No, 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 no. <laughs> they do that. At, you know, in their dreams. We do that. Probably. We yeah, do that in magical. private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I've got one above my bed. Tafafa, the cookies are ready. How do you think we get on the bed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to swing on the bed with the Tarzan that shit on the bed. It's either, it, 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 it's either a Tarzan swing or we got that ramp that uh, Dachshunds use. <laughs> yeah, but he, it's that, but he was right. Though. I, I, then I recalled him always like, but he was always trying. You're, you're always trying to make an attempt. And he looked at me and he says, I've never seen you try, which I hadn't. Oh. Right? And I, it, I learned a very valuable lesson from my little friend there, you know. Well, and then We are very wise. And then there was the second one that I met. I moved to LA. Was we, we? I lived in Silver Lake. Yeah. And we had a lot of like skateboarders stay at our house. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had this apartment called the Dumpster. 
It was on Sanborn, <laughs> oh, and it was two God. apartments. Yeah. I mean, two rooms, but it was 16 people living there. My brother lived wow. in the closet. It was fucking terrible in there. We had a 16-year-old runaway girl from the Beverly Hills mm-hmm. who was a meth addict, and she would clean our apartment with a toothbrush all night long. Jesus. We had a homeless man in there. It was crazy. But we also had skaters that would stay there. Yeah. And I, that's where I met Wee Man. Best of moment number 19. I can't believe we're buddies with these guys now. And they do the podcast uh, more than any other uh, podcast out there. They love us. We love them. The Goo Goo Dolls. You guys actually just got, uh, when I Googled you guys, to when, when I Googled the Goo Goo, uh, <laughs> which... Don't don't rent that tape. Uh, <laughs> and I was looking up stuff that was recent. Like you, uh, you just made the news for something you said about Beyonce and the 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 the, the TRL photo shoot. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was the TRL class of '99. Oh photo yeah, shoot. Oh, the old and class of '99. She came walking down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. With the other two nameless people, whoever the hell they were. <laughs> Shout out to Destiny's Child. I was like, ah, 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 ah. and and that's how the Goo Goo Dolls got their name because that was the sound you made when you saw Beyonce. Hi, Google. <laughs> it, was, it was it was she was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it was ridiculous. It, it is strange how there are some people that are just like when when pe- when people say like, oh, she's a ten. You're like. Yeah. Like no, because I've seen a ten and I couldn't talk. <laughs> yeah, like you just can't. Right, you can't. Uh, basic bodily yeah. functions she don't had, work on. She you. had an aura, and then she knew who I was, and I was just like a double. Uh, oh uh, my uh, god! Uh, so she just comes up and goes, "Oh, I like that song you do." Yeah, no, yeah. She, she said, "She said, hi, Goo Goo Doll." <laughs> Singular, and I was like, "Yeah," I was like. Beyonce recognition has got to be the best recognition, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Well, it also I mean, sounds like a Harrison Ford movie. Yeah, Beyonce recognition. Yeah. Beyonce recognition. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> like the butterfly effect. <laughs> it, it, it is amazing to look back at that photo and see, like that's that photo is 19 years ago. Yeah, uh, and how many people are still popular? I don't know. Because you got you have you have you guys. You have In uh, Sync, which is like maybe like three out of the five guys. Four out of five. Yeah. You know, it's pretty good you have uh jennifer lopez who arguably might be more popular now than she was back then right right and uh who else you got uh christina aguilera it's britney spears lenny, lenny kravitz, kravitz. diddy Le- yeah fred oh, yeah. you know not all not not everyone's still around i was about to say i i, I think durst was the only one you know that didn't stick around do you know what's crazy though yeah. I, ju- I just learned this fred durst directs movies what? Movies? He directs movies. Yeah, I had, he's, I had the same reaction. He's directing a movie called Moose with John Travolta in it. <laughs> what? It's Go so figure. weird. Right. I'm like, what? what's going? What kind of weird Scientology? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Something really yeah. bizarre happening. Wow. Here. I mean, yeah. It, it, I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, and God yeah, I'll probably go see it. <laughs> yeah, if it's, got, if it's got John Travolta and a moose, yeah, as a moose, finally, <laughs> as, mo- as, a, as a moose. That that that, that is crazy <laughs> to look back. Like when, when when you guys were going on TRL, that was like in the when it was in New York and the big crowds would form outside. Yeah, yeah. Like for like I'm 34, and for for people my age, like TRL was everything. You right. would, you would, you would run home 
watch the watch the countdown. Yeah. Get so upset when the Backstreet Boys were beating <laughs> Corn. <laughs> and I'm like, D- no, Corn is a real band, man. Yeah, write their own songs, play their own instruments. It's not this Backstreet crap. And now, and, and now, if you ask me, uh, what band has do, do do I have more of on my iPod? It's definitely Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys, really? <laughs> yeah. It, wow. Compared to Corn, you want some stuff ages. Better. I don't. I don't yeah. know any. I don't. I. I don't know any corn songs. Oh, I, like I, I you know what? Oh, I, thank you very much. I don't think you've lived. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I I've heard them. I know I've heard them. Yeah. we did play with them once. We did play. Yeah. We opened for corn once. Yeah, that was oh, shit. Where a really horrible miscalculation. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, gonna say yeah. that those genres of music don't <laughs> yeah. exactly in Phoenix. Blend. In Phoenix, so everyone's and hot. They, well, they were they were they were throwing bottles and cans at the stage, and then and then they started the lawn on fire, and they were ripping seats out. <laughs> oh so, my god! So we were like, "Thank you, <laughs> good night." <laughs> Best of moment number twenty from Reno nine one one night at the museum, uh, the Odd Couple, uh, everything. He's just a comedy beast. And starring with me in the Bellman movie coming out next year, it's Thomas Lennon. How often you do you... got a black wedding ring? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but you're married to an Asian lady. Yeah. So that's confusing. Very... <laughs> <laughs> what race is she? I got to check, check my ring. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I've lost two wedding rings. You've Dang. lost them. Two. In, on shoots? Uh, At home? Yeah. Fucking yeah. other so, women? No. Yeah, yeah. Usually they just end up... Yeah. <laughs> Two of them. Do you remember the guy that played the principal in Ferris Bueller? Yes. Yeah. Two of them I lost up his butt. <laughs> I mean, the guy's, I mean, he's a convicted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no. Here's how I lost two wedding rings. So this wedding ring here, ready? Listen for the sound, guys. You're going to love it. Okay. That's a cheap ass wedding ring. Mm-hmm. That's because this is, uh, you know, that little like a. Uh, kiosk at the grove where they sell like yeah. jewelry and it says like silver in air quotes <laughs> <laughs> that's where this is from it yeah. was 16 dollars at the grove no way right. my first wedding ring was uh, platinum yeah it was solid like white platinum they call yeah, it whatever. it was right. like four thousand dollars you can like something like that hit someone with it was doing a uh like amy mann's christmas show at the wiltern theater okay awesome ben and i were getting dressed in the reno 911 outfits and go. i always slip the ring in the pocket of mm-hmm. the shirt just because it doesn't dang yeah it wouldn't have one ring so the show was a disaster for us no. we got heckled what I, I, in the I'm reno 911 outfits we're in the reno 911 outfits come on and some young girl on the upper balcony just goes come on <laughs> get on with the amy oh okay enough yeah. jesus and we were like it was really really disconcerting <laughs> but in character that's a fun thing to get to play with yeah no no it's <laughs> like no don't like no it was actually like it was like two nights before christmas it was a yeah. little oh, turn God. we got heckled by some drunk amy man fan which was like really <laughs> weird mm-hmm. just didn't feel right and then we were like storming out of there because you know when things don't go well you get out of a place real fast you're yeah. like fuck me fuck you oh yeah yeah, ruined your, your Christmas. Yep, mm-hmm. dick in your. Guess what? <laughs> Enjoy the gummy bears. Christmas is ruined. Yeah. Uh, go get home, and then I'm like, oh fuck, and I'm feeling around. Oh no. And then I go and I find the dangle shirt, and I feel in the shirt, and I kick the pockets, gone. So somewhere backstage at the Wiltern Theater in L.A., I lost a four thousand dollar wedding ring. Jesus, that was my first one. So then I do a genius move, which is I okay. get an exact 
replica. Oh, good. I told my wife. I was like, hey, I yeah. lost it backstage yeah. at the Amy Mann show. And she was like, not only that, you also got heckled. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it really was a shitty night. <laughs> Somehow the heckle. Up. Up. By yeah. the way, also, yeah. they didn't validate my parking. Yeah. <laughs> so I lost $4,000 yeah. and $20. <laughs> and earlier that day, some old Russian lady beat me out for the last mini quiche at Costco. Quiche. And yeah, I'm still going to be pissed off about it. So, uh, so I get an exact replica ring. Mm-hmm. Heavy platinum, yeah, four grand. Same. I go to the exact same place. I'm like, just make me the exact same ring, identical. Everything like great. I get it back. It's got good. It's good and heavy. So I was uh, skiing up at Mammoth, and uh, I feel in my glove, and I'm like, yeah. Oh shit, fuck. My wedding ring. Where the fuck is my wedding ring? And I pull my glove off. My, I don't have my ring on. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing it on my right hand. I don't know why. It's just yeah. something I do. So it's not there. And. I'm like, oh, fuck, I know what happened. When I pulled my gloves off in the restaurant, my hand was cold, mm-hmm. so it must have popped off down at that Yodeler restaurant down at Mammoth. Jeez. So I'm going to call them right now and say, yeah. please look around. There's, yeah. a, like, there's a very expensive ring on the floor or somewhere near where we were sitting. Make sure you tell the people that are making just about How much minimum wage. That it's, it's a $4,000 <laughs> yeah. ring. <laughs> Four thousand dollar ring. I it, literally. It's worth this out. more than your life. <laughs> yeah, I will never think about it again. But if you happen to find it, yeah, <laughs> shoot me an RT. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, that, yeah. So I, I'm like, I got to get my phone out, call right. the yodeler. Yeah, I'm not going to tell him how much. Well, maybe I don't know. Yeah. So I unzip the thing, pull my phone out, and you know, uh, your phone used to like have headphones that were attached to it. Yeah, right. old iPhones used to have. So I pull the phone out, headphones are attached. And I watch, it was in this pocket, I watch my wedding ring go, I'm on the ski lift, by the way. I'm on chair 25. Oh, God. No. And it goes like that. And I just see it, like, remember the shot with the Frodo and the thing? Yeah. Yes. And it just went and went into the snow, like Bye. 50 feet down. Yeah. And then the rest of my day as I skied down there and it took off my skis and I would just walk around trying to find it. Well, you looked it. for it. I looked for it for hours where Damn I thought it was. And every time people would go by, they'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> and I said, I lost my wedding ring. They said, you should have a metal detector. <laughs> okay, man. Yeah. I like, I happen to be skiing <laughs> right. for the first time ever yeah. without my metal detector. <laughs> what are the chances? What right. are the, yeah. Best of moment number 21. You know it from Saturday Night Live and uh, so many cartoons. Uh, the one, the only, Melissa Villasenor. Has there been like a musical guest that's been on the show? Where because I know Jay Moore would talk about that he would always make sure that he would see the rehearsals because oh yeah, oh, yeah. because they have to do the full song even though there's like not an audience there. So like, do you make a point for some of the musical guests to be like, oh man, like Jack White's here this week, I gotta go see him. Yeah, I think who was I like really pumped about this year? You seem oh, like la- last year really loved Bruno Mars. Yeah. Oh what shit! What a psycho! That's... Like you don't. Da- you're a psych. No, no, psycho not talent. Naked. Psycho talent. Yeah. yeah. That dancing and just like. Oh, he's as close to MJ I don't as I understand. think we got. Singing too. I mean, like I don't understand vocally how Jesus. he gets those notes. You know, I've tried to hit some of those notes in the shower and just he can't. I mean, he can't. Sorry, just picturing Adam in the shower. <sighs> oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Twenty-four gimmick magic. <laughs> Actually, I'm just in the show. Who am I kidding? I'm in the show going, Do you believe in love? <laughs> I want to play Cher uh, in the Cher uh, Lifetime movie. <laughs> or like Cher's like a strange like brother who shows up being like, Hey, can I get 50 grand to start a business? Adam, how about you? You said you believe about life after love. Well, I just got dumped and I'm looking to start a new life. 
Adam, how about you play share? I, I, I don't. I can't give you money. Adam, you play share, and uh, why don't you give some advice to Gwen Stefani? Perfect. <laughs> Thanks you know, for, I'm thank kind of broke right now. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> <laughs> well. Look, I'm glad you came over, Gwen, because you know I've given a lot of advice to a lot of young singers. Yeah. And how much money do you have? I got about two dollars. <laughs> oh, that's not very much at all. You can get a chicken McNugget sandwich. <laughs> Or just the nuggets by themselves. I haven't been to Mickey D's in a while. I like the chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'm more of a Dairy Queen lady. <laughs> I always like to pull up to the drive-thru and go, Do you believe in two spoons in that blizzard? Because I'm looking to share with a friend named Gwen who can't afford her own food. Gwen, maybe, have you, have you thought about Getting a side job? Yeah, I was thinking maybe Pet Boys. <laughs> the auto shop? <laughs> yeah. Mm. What does your resume say? <laughs> have you met? Have you met my husband? <laughs> I'm a wall. Have you met my, my my husband John? <laughs> have you met my husband Jason Statham? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Trying to bring me into this. <laughs> Yeah, I thought we would agree to just keep our relationship silent. I'm yeah. fucking Jason Statham you now. Got, you, got, you got me right here in front of Gwen Stefani. It's you gotta find yourself a sugar daddy, Gwen. I got Blake. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That's great. Me, uh, me, me and Blake should go do kettlebells sometime. Yeah. I dust off his cowboy boots. She does. That's right. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Blake Shelton. Hey, Blake. What up? I can tell you guys really have a really a fruitful relationship. Oh, we know everything about it. We know everything about each other. We know everything. We, fin we, we finished each, each, finish yeah. each, other, each other's sentences. Like, what's my favorite type of uh, food? Hash browns. See? What's my favorite type of... Uh, of uh, a little socks. See? <laughs> I don't even have to say. What's my favorite type of foot cover? I call socks foot covers, by the way. <laughs> And what's my, my favorite food? Cool. Uh, <laughs> roast beef, tuna, yep. together. Yeah, you just don't. T I don't tell anyone. She, no, nobody knows that no about Gwen. I just they, eat salads. People see pictures of her and right. uh, us weekly eating salads, and they're like, the stars are just like us. Well, you don't fucking know that she like. Once they went to Oklahoma, bring on the. Bring on the beef. Beef. See? <laughs> Blake, I have an overwhelming urge to. Punch you in the face. <laughs> well, every day. I've got a very punchable face there, Jason. <laughs> Best of moment number 22 from Workaholics and I'm Dying Up Here. He helped come up with the with the uh, the story for Quick Fat. It's Eric Griffin. I think the reason why people like podcasts, by the way, you know, is because we we need human interaction. Yeah. You know, so like people think that tweeting and texting and that that's we're connect, we're not connected. That's no. why you know FaceTime is becoming more big and like yeah. why you people, FaceTime a lot. Why people send emo well my girlfriend yeah you know she's you know it's, <laughs> it's like hey give me a warning shot you know what I mean? Oh, well, dude can, the un the let me un like uh, let me like set up the hotel room at least. Give me get myself together. You know what I mean? Let me tell you what's wrong with it. By the way, what's wrong with it? With my girlfriend, she'll she'll be in her car driving. She'll just have her phone sitting in the in the wherever it's connected to. She's not that. even looking at me, my right? Yeah. But we're too. talking Facetime. No. Right? Hey, guess what? That's let me be playing video games. <laughs> let me be playing video games while she's yeah. You're not looking at me. Yeah. Why aren't you Why like? 
watch me drive. You're not giving me attention. You're not giving me attention or whatever it is like that. And I'm like, what what about when you were driving? Well, at least she puts it in the console. My mom will straight up hold it while she's driving. And I'm like, hey, mom, I want you around for a while. As long as possible. You're getting in the way of that. But I just need a little little warning. Like, Give me a little like, hey. Hey, FaceTime. um, Are you available to FaceTime? Yeah. FaceTime and five. Ever been FaceTime attempted by someone you haven't talked to in like five years? Oh yeah, like how isn't that dare insane? You? Yeah, that like, might. Are you out of your mind? To me, that might be the most insane thing you can do as a person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what? where you want to jump to. <laughs> We're gonna go from zero contact to yeah. FaceTime, yeah. Like, bitch. <laughs> oh my god! Like, you want to do the equivalent of just bumping into each other on the street? Now it's like, oh shit, I have to have at no, least a three no, minute no. conversation. Yeah, this would at be least. like you yeah. bump into someone on the street and then you go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> like you. Leave like, hey, you want to go to Paris? <laughs> well, I don't have any bags. That's what Facetime yeah. me if yeah. I don't talk to you for a yeah. long time. Because like, I Facetime my <laughs> wife and my mom, and that's about it. I don't Facetime. You yeah. know, it's young people shit, man. Yeah, my girlfriend, she like, she's like, you know, but she tells me you're the only person I Facetime. So I go, all right, because she's she's into like, you know, let's see each other. I want to see you. Yeah, but like Matt Reif, he Facetimes. You know, he's mm-hmm. 22, so he's like. In his car, like you know, I was like, Matt, why you just call me? He's like, Oh, you're so old. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's like, it's like, what is happening? Right I know now, what dude. you look like, Matt. It's cool. I'm waiting for the holograms <laughs> and all that shit that's gonna happen. They're coming. It's coming. Hey, it, it, implants I mean, or like you know where of the chips? Yeah, but, you know, it's like it's like when I, if I look at you, I can see your Twitter followers. Like like oh, like geez. you know what I mean? Like I can see it's things gonna about go you. Full Minority Report, isn't it? Yeah, man. I watched this. Oh, uh, that Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, that shit's scary. I can't watch some of those. That one, the more you watch Black Mirror, the more you go, "This could be real." Like that one about happen. like getting likes and getting like you know ratings. Like we're already there with that shit. Yeah, you I know? mean, hell, uh, that's what they do when you walk into some agents and managers' office. Uh, how many followers do you have? I know. Like, and, and they'll literally ask that. So yeah, we're we're at that point to where you go, oh, and that's it, what I'm saying. Can you it might get to the comic point, yeah, right or now, like, and you don't have a, you know. A, a podcast, a podcast. That's gonna be a thing. No, that's already. Yeah, my agents are already like, oh, yeah, you gotta start a podcast. You know, you're great on these podcasts. You know, yeah, everybody has a podcast. They they're selling tickets, and you know, you gotta get. You know, that's all. Right. The, but but, but also, they're using like. So use, the, like, the I top did dogs. the thing that you're supposed to do to sell tickets. Yeah, yeah. I got on. I was really TV funny. shows. Yeah. yeah, You know, but now it's like no one cares. Yeah, games change and follow the game, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So then, uh, follow Eric on his YouTube channel. Uh, it's gonna. <laughs> No, bro. <laughs> Best of moment number 23. She has a new podcast called Ask Eliza Anything and a slew of killer Netflix specials, including her latest one, Confirmed Kills. It's Eliza Schlesinger. You get chances because somebody does like you and they actually can't cast you. Like, right. I was never going to be the lead in 12 years of slave. Like, no matter how Not many times I read. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, like, all these casting directors we talk about, like, they bring you in because they're like, I like them. Let's see what they can do. Like, you won't get auditions if you actually suck. They will not keep bringing you in. Right. You will not keep getting invited back to comedy clubs if you're a pain in the ass to work with or if you're not increment, incrementally selling more and more tickets. Yeah. So just because it doesn't go boom the first time doesn't mean people aren't watching. Um, I do want to talk about, because it was a great time in my life, and I want to know if it was a great time in your life, and it was a lot of fun, but separation anxiety. Okay. How did that... Everybody wants to know. They do. I'm sure. People ask me about it all the time. Yeah. Um, how did that come to be? And then I want to know what you loved about the experience because I, you've you've gotten to do. It's pretty cool when you get to point of business and you step back. And I hope you have to go like, oh, I've gotten to do. I don't know if it's everything you've wanted to do, but right. like have your foot dipped in all the pools of like acting, hosting, 
talk show, book, and stand-up. You know? Dip is uh, generous. <laughs> Hilarious. Skimming of the top layer <laughs> of muck. Uh, but with the game show, like that, what about it became appealing? And then what in the, all right. No, no. What did you love about the process? Um, and what did you uh, not enjoy? I think uh, people like to watch me because they love the uh, the witticisms and the asides and how quick it is. Which was great for that, uh, for hosting. Right, you know but saying? I think you were... I think you made that show funny, funnier and I think you made it fun. Like I genuinely, comics are competitive, you know, and of course you want more laughs or whatever. Oh yeah. But I really enjoyed, like, like you know, I've got this earpiece in, you're listening to producers, you're doing a bunch of things, but you were genuinely funny and it was uh, really one of my first forays into actually working with another comedic person. Yeah. With another comedian. I don't, I'd never really booked a role on anything. I haven't spent time on TV shows and stand-up is such a solo endeavor. So I was at, I would genuinely laugh when we throw to you and you were just so shameless. You would do whatever we said. Yeah. Which is great. You had to, but like you, and you started picking up on that and would really throw. Oh yeah. You commit to it. So I I enjoyed that. Yeah. It's fun to be in front of a live audience, you know, and yep. they clap like they care who you are when you come out and I yep. got to keep the clothes. But um shooting in Atlanta, did you like that? And staying cool. at the you hotel. Know, yeah. When you're actually shooting in Atlanta, you're you're bust in and out. Like you come to work, you go, like we like I think we did a couple spots while we were there, but yeah. for the most part, like it's not like you have days to yourself, right. you know? Because we were there just to shoot that show, yeah. and it was an ordered set. It wasn't like a TV show where you. Was, I was in every. I mean, I was the host. Uh, yeah, and um, like three, four episodes a day. I mean, that was crazy. The producers were nice, and I had, I had hosted pilots before. I'd hosted Excuse. So okay, so you had like you were comfortable in that just arena of. Uncomfortable in the discomfort of standing in heels and doing yeah. stuff, but it was fun to work with you and to have like that energy of a live audience. It wasn't like in a vacuum. Did you like the banter with the contestants? Like, yeah, you know what I actually tough? did like. I never think about the show to be honest. Yeah, um, well, that's why I wanted to bring it up because well, I know you don't. What I did like was that you know because people love to be like it's a dating show. I'm like, nope, they're already couples. Some of them are actually related. <laughs> I know people love to think that like as a woman, like dating is all I know, but it was. So that stigma was difficult to shake off. Um, and then you can't. You would say it's a relationship show and we would do the press for it. Yeah. But relationship makes you think sex. You don't think like a relative. Right. The stories for the most part were all very compelling. It was, we have our own business and we don't have the money to fix the floor for my dance floor. It was my husband is in the military and we need money for this. Like they, you wanted these people to win the money and it wasn't because like, I want a sports car. Like it was, <laughs> we have children and we want this. This yeah. was, they were real things. They, yes. It was a slice of Americana. Like it was showing like these are real Americans yeah. and these are reasons. And I get goosebumps thinking about it because that too. reality TV in a good way, like that's its good core. Yeah. Is seeing people get it, get a chance at something better. And they still won something even if they Totally. Lost. And I think that's a nicer way to end the show versus you lost and ate shit on national TV because right. you don't know trivia about ostriches. <laughs> <laughs> Best of moment number 24 Holy shit. Um, from Chelsea Laley, Controlled Chaos, and uh, and maybe the craziest episode of ALN in the history of the podcast in which I almost died from a hiccup attack, which is this clip. It's my buddy Josh Wolf. You know what's even worse than hiccups? Is the feeling you have to hiccup, and you just, your mouth's, your mouth's open, you're like, and you're waiting, you're waiting for it. Is that a technique to? No. But you know what I told us? <laughs> Fuck. Dude, it's literally like maybe you have no control. You have no knowing. It's almost like getting you, shanked in an elevator. Why don't you try holding your breath and I'll talk? 
Whoa, what was that? I don't know, the hiccup was like trying to get in the way and Give it, it wouldn't up. let me breathe in. Boy, this hiccup is about to kill Adam Ray. Say goodnight, everybody. Um, dude, so... Uh, oh, <laughs> God, dude. All right, I, I got to stop. I was telling the story. I don't know if did I tell it today. Somebody was asking me about um, the... Whoa. All right, talk. Okay. I just can't... Because I don't want to stop. Hold this your is, breath. This hold is at the point where the audience goes... Go. They go. <laughs> they go. Go to a doctor. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm crying. Dude. That is some (coughs) grade A entertainment. Adam Ray, thank you so much for that. Uh, I've never seen somebody laugh so hard. Oh, dude, that made me laugh. Sorry. What's in my stomach? <laughs> I haven't eaten anything today but a fucking banana berry smoothie. But why? Why is it making three different noises? You're sneezing, burp, hiccup. What was it? The hiccup, sneeze, cum fart. I said hiccuping, sneezing, coming up. <laughs> <laughs> are the are the things that that you can't control the most I, in life? I honestly I said might throw up. Original planet. Original planet. Hiccup, sneeze, come and fart. It's the weirdest sounding hiccup. Oh, because you really sound like you might throw up at some point, dude. It's a really, it's deep and it feels awful. It just, it's so. It's, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like somebody was breaking out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> was that fucking Tim Robbins fucking and Morgan yeah. Freeman sneaking away? You finally. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, shit. Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that noise? Oh, it hurts, man. I can't stop. Dude, my stomach hurts so much. <sighs> I could throw up. I literally could throw up. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I know. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. I'm sorry, man. What? No. I mean... You have the old Jewish guy noises down. I know. (laughs) (laughs) This might be the shortest podcast. This is not good, dude. This is not good. I can't stop, dude. Oh, my God. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Those noises are so weird. I've never heard anything like that. Plus your face, you're so scared. Yeah, I am. 
It's like the combination. I'm terrified. You man. are. There's a fear of the oh, unknown. Man. I can't. Con- uh, dude, it, it's <sighs> it's like being in a dark alley and you don't know what's coming. But I don't know why that. I've never heard that noise come out I've of I've never hiccuped like this before, man. This is. Look. It's like a death. Oh, this is not good, dude. This is not good. It's I mean, like a death rattle. Oh, I told you, like, dude. <laughs> there is no reason for that noise to be coming out. What of the, the fuck is that? There's, there's no, nothing is coming up. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry you had to hear this. Oh, uh, that is like. Oh God. <laughs> I haven't. St- <laughs> oh, God, dude! That I is just taped all so that. amazing. That is like I'm sweating. Oh, I mean, have you seen? No, no. It, that's a hic- He's hiccup sneeze burping. There's no. There's nothing coming up. It's just that. But th- that's the hiccup, and it's making that noise. Yeah, and there's air in it. Like, but like burpy air. Yeah, but like, why? We haven't said anything. We, we stopped the podcast. <laughs> We stopped talking about the podcast stuff 10 minutes ago. How long have... I've been hiccuping for 10 minutes yeah. straight. <clears throat> yeah. Did you try drinking the water again? <clears throat> what? <laughs> 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 That's... What, what, how would you describe that noise? It sounds like you're, like, about to throw up. Y- yeah, it's like a... Oh. All right. We got to just try to move on. Okay. I want to play you... Yeah. Can, maybe try this. Can, <sighs> maybe, can I play you... A song I've been doing on stage just oh, to, to hear your. Uh, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just all just move along. It's pretty amazing. I mean, it's cra- What is that? I don't have a way. It's not, and and what's so crazy about hiccups is that it doesn't seem it. It's a hiccup, right? Like. Anytime you think or talk about a hiccup, it's such a a quick diagnosis and like condition to where nobody's ever gone to the hospital for hiccups. Nine one one, hello. Yes, what's your emergency? I can't stop hiccuping. Mm-hmm. Has never it, been recorded. It's about to be. <laughs> but because what does it lead to? What does it? Has someone ever? And there's never any like. Yeah, I was I was hiccuping nonstop, so that's when I knew I had to go get checked because I had AIDS. Like, like there's no, you know, or oh, oh God, boy. but what is? But what? The hiccup is the diaphragm, so okay. it's the diaphragm doing. I think doing like jumping a little bit, but so, I don't know if they know why it does it. Um, and I, I I I volunteered to bring the guitar out because then maybe that would give you a chance to do whatever you felt like you hiccup through the song. So. This song I didn't even write. My, it's a poem my daughter wrote, and, and she wrote it when she was about six and a half years old, because we bought her a cat. So she wrote word for word this song about her cat that she performed at the talent show in front of like five hundred kids. That's amazing. At what age? About six and a half, seven. This is the song. Brightest dad moment ever. Uh, up there. Yeah, just hear the poem about her cat. <clears throat> I just put it to music. Okay. You hear it? Yep. Ooh, I love her, my pussy In front of the school I like to hug her, my pussy Yeah, my pussy likes to run around My pussy, she makes the cutest sounds of my pussy No, she didn't 
She can be scary, my pussy. She's ahead of her time with you. She's really hairy, oh, no. my pussy. Oh, that's the one. Wait. Oh, no. My pussy likes to sleep on my chest, and my pussy, she likes my brother best, my pussy. Oh, God, no. <laughs> She's fine as she can be. Yeah, she part of the family. Well, that's sweet. <laughs> and she likes to sleep all over the place. <laughs> Ooh, my pussy, she lick your face. Ooh, my pussy, she lick your face. Dude, dude. So she opens with Ooh, I love her, my pussy. And I turn to Beth and I go, We got to get out of here. And she said, Why? I go, Oh, she opened with my pussy. That's the chorus. It's coming back around. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That one almost looked like you swallowed your tongue. (laughs) Oh, I'm scared. That's the moment number 25. It's the hilarious Fraser Smith. Did you see uh, a lot of (laughs) Vegas comedians uh, when you first started? Yeah, I was always a fan of those guys. I was always a fan of Shecky Green. Yeah, Shecky Green. And and all the Bob Hope. I was a big fan of. You saw Bob Hope? I saw Hope. uh, Met Bob Hope. Wow. Wow. That is one guy. I knew Shecky. You knew Shecky. I thought you were saying I met Shaq. (laughs) I I met Shaq, too. Have you? Yeah. Oh, geez. What was a cooler uh, encounter, Shaq or Bob Hope? Both super cool. Bob Hope is one of those guys in our business that I would love to... I'm just fascinated by. I think he was just so. Yeah, yeah, kid. Yeah. How has there been that? a movie or documentary? On, there probably has, right? I'm yeah, sure, yeah. There's it was a, called Keep Hope Alive. Yeah. Was it really? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, look at all those old uh, movies, and he's just amazing. He's yeah. amazing. And, what? And how did you meet him? Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, well, he came to Ice House one night mm-hmm. and was hanging out there. I got to meet him there, and he came to Laugh Factory one night. I met him there, too. and that was in his. 90s yeah or? when he was older by the way the, the, yeah. we should clarify for the listeners if you don't know the ice house is a comedy club not a uh, lesbian oh. eskimo bar <laughs> yeah. yeah well both <laughs> it can be yeah, it can. depends on it, thursday yeah, yeah. Uh, one night off. Yeah. yeah but but yeah back, back to the uh the thing with michael richard sure. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah so that can you just take it through that night i mean is it a standard night show for you you're walking much in, a basic night yeah, basic night you're hosting and i'm hosting and i remember the guy remember we used to have that big uh giant security guy steve no, before no. Steve, mm-hmm. uh, Brian. Yes. Oh, okay. Brian. okay. I remember Brian. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Brian uh, came up to me and he goes, man, he, he was the upstairs uh, bouncer then. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, Fraser, I'm not feeling well. I have the flu. I, I'm going home early. I'm leaving before the show. So Steve took off. Uh, uh, Brian took off. Yeah. And I didn't even think about it. I thought, oh, okay. So we're doing the show and I brought up Johnny Sanchez first. Mm-hmm. And then I brought Great up comic. Suli McCullough. Both mm-hmm. really good comics. Great comic. And then Suli and I are upstairs hanging out in the lounge upstairs and we're kind of half watching the show on the, you know, the like we screens, do on the yeah. monitor and mm-hmm. talking about other stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden we hear this guy going off because what had happened was they had let uh, a group upstairs at Laugh Factory that were having a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And they were pretty loud. Got it. You know, they were loud. And they mm-hmm. weren't really heckling. They were just loud. Yeah. 
And, I and there's only as a comic, there's only so long you can ignore that. You eventually have to say something. Yes. Yeah. But hopefully not. Hopefully what you he kill said. it with kindness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, rule of thumb: if you're teaching a comedy course <laughs> and how to handle uh, noise, yeah. uh, number one through five on that list should be don't scream the n word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be uh, number one. Well, you know, and and really, you I guess what you do is to diffuse that is just yeah, kill them with kindness. Yeah. You know, be friendly. And so you heard you heard the the there was screaming like from and so the stage we, or from the audience? Well, kind of both. Okay. And, and we look up and he's going off you see him just pointing up and, and we're screaming. stunned it was mm-hmm. like we're stunned because also you haven't seen look michael richards i saw him two weeks prior uh, at the belly room of the comedy store and i'm talking to him and he's like hey yeah uh, i was like oh man i was like uh big fan man you going up he's like yeah i don't really have an act though i just kind of uh, get up there and i wing it and i'm a little nervous i go i think you're gonna be great i go have you just been getting into stand-up he goes yeah well i was on a show for a while i go oh no shit what what was that Designing women And he kind of laughs And I go Dude I know You know whatever yeah. And then I go Well good luck to you up there I'm sure it'll be great And he got up there And did a lot of crowd work And whatnot. But there were some he- girl Girls heckling And he kind of laid into them But people were It was a little It was a little malicious But uh, people were so on board With who he was That it went over great People loved it yeah. uh, But I definitely saw A guy who was not comfortable With handling something That was off uh, script. Well, he was known for kind of snapping. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, and he'd done it several times. Well, okay. I mean, he's the guy, and if, if you go even deeper into his career, he's the guy where he was doing a live show with Andy Kaufman, and Andy was doing his thing and kind of going off script. Where Michael Richards, wa- and this is live on TV, he walks off camera, grabs the cue cards, walks on camera, and slams the cue cards down in front of Andy Kaufman. So he's known to yeah. get a little upset. Well, I think, you know, he was brilliant as Kramer. Sure. Let's, let's be honest. He was unbelievable. Un- uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Right? Like, un- yeah. I mean, top. I mean, look, all those characters are great. But like what he was doing on that show and Julia Louis drive. I mean, they again, they were yeah. all freakishly. They were all great. But he was but like, he was that's unbelievable. There's never yeah. been the same way. There's never been. An, and will be another Fraser Smith, uh, another Kramer. Like. Show me no TV character that's that believable and grounded, but that big. You know, yeah. he's unbelievably talented at that. Mm-hmm. But you know, stand up's a different muscle. It Absolutely. is, and it takes time to you know to uh, create a, to create a character there. It's a different character than the one you're. It's kind of like with me in the radio. Mm-hmm. It's a different character for me than it, uh, you know in stand up than it was on the radio, and I yeah. had to figure that out. And you, and you at the uh, lesbian Eskimo bar. Like, you're a different guy there. You yeah, know? yeah. I, you're Pamela. I am Pamela. You've got a, a mullet wig. You've got high jean shorts and cut off a, at the butt. And that's a good-looking wig. <laughs> you know, I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's just a different muscle. So, you, you know, he, he hadn't really developed the stand-up thing yet, I don't right. think. And, so so uh, you hear the screaming, and what do you make of it? You're just like, oh, he's got a heckler. Like, well, I don't yeah, need to get up and handle this. it's just like, whatever, you know. And then it gets really bad. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're kind of stunned, and then we go running downstairs. It was like kids on Christmas morning. We go running down those back stairs because we didn't know what was going to happen. It is kids on Christmas morning because yeah. my dad would say the n word downstairs constantly. <laughs> well, I mean, it was no, he like, wouldn't. I want to put that yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Hey. No, he wouldn't. But we were just like, "What's going on?" You know, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what's it? What? And the first person I ran into was Sinbad. <laughs> he had just walked in this. He goes, oh, my God. oh, I love him. He goes, Fraze, I haven't been here in 10 years. He goes, is this what goes on in comedy these days? This days? is his first time back. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? I go, Bro, I go, I don't know what that was. And, yeah. I'm, and we're all in the back, and somebody goes, you got to go up there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and, and they go, yeah, you're the host. You got to go up there. I'm like, I, uh, okay, because everybody's filing out. 
Yeah. The guy that he got in the argument with had stood up and said, I want everyone out of this club now. Now, every like he's directing traffic. The, wow. Boy, the guy he was arguing with. Yeah. So, not, he, so not even. Like, this uh, is from the balcony. Yeah, he says, not even a manager, just yeah, a guy. Yeah, just this guy. Yeah. And people are, are, are and everyone's grumbling, and I thought, for uh, you know, chairs were going to start flying. That's what I thought. I thought it's going to get really ugly. So anyway, I'm, I'm, so I'm headed to the stage, and I see Jeez. Jim Gaffigan, and Gaffigan was the next comic on the list. And wait, I, wait, wait, but so this is after the end bomb has been exchanged. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah. what was, first of all, just real quick, when that was said, was it, was there a gasp was it a yeah oh there was my. a gasp and everyone was like stunned and it was like and 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 um and so everyone starts filing out yeah we want our money back that was the worst part for jamie everyone wanted their money back but uh <laughs> buddy, buddy, let's talk about it i mean you tickets. saw was, half show yeah, so maybe saw, half yeah, ticket exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> elaine will be here it. next week she <laughs> loves black poor people. guy poor yeah. guy he yeah. just tried to make it yeah so we you know so there's finally. So I go. I say to Gaffin, I go. Well, I'm bringing you up, and he goes, Oh no, you're not. <laughs> the, the, Smart the, move. The whitest comic ever. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, hot pockets cannot yeah. follow. No. Hot no. pockets can wait. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we're, I'm like, okay. So I go up there, and I guess the first thing I said was, uh, uh, "Sorry about that, folks." <laughs> yeah. which, which, which is like, I mean, I mean, it's so such a a simple yet accurate way to describe. Yes what just like well because you can't go up there and say so have you seen this in the news guys like you can't go back you have to address it but you don't want to you don't want to blow it up you can't blow it up either so it was a weird one and then i did say uh i go i think we just saw uh kramer morph into mel gibson because it was right after you know what having a line wow having a line yeah i had a line and it got a laugh and then but then I had to do ten minutes, and that was brutal. Oh, uh, you know, and I'll tell you who saved the day. Who mm-hmm. didn't? Uh, I don't think get any credit for this, but Mike Marino, because I brought Mike up next. He was the guy after uh, Jim. Jim. Oh, so, so I, Jim so was like, no, Jim's not going up. Oh wow. So I brought up Marino, and Marino gets up there and he goes, "Hey, what's the big deal?" He goes, uh, "I'm from Jersey. This happens every day." <laughs> he goes, "This is nothing." And the way he he said it, it just calmed everybody down. Yeah. But there weren't many people left. I was going to say sure. about at that a, point. And also, the chaos is just filing into the lobby and outside. And they're outside. It's almost like that transition to the, the midnight whole show, right? Outside, you kind of. Yeah. Only yeah. everyone's pissed. Oh, well, <laughs> that can happen then too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But everyone's out out front, just screaming, and and it was crazy, chaotic. Wow. Uh, he and, somehow escaped up to Jamie's offices upstairs in the. I was going to say, you can't just walk outside at that no. point. Yeah. Those guys were probably looking for him, right? They were. I'm sure yeah. they were. And I think he wanted to go down and apologize out front, and everybody well, goes, no, dude. Yeah, don't, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, you can't. No. Man, and, and this is the time, and people don't remember, like, it, it, like this is before cell phone cameras. This is before everyone has. Well, everybody kind of thought it was just going to be a bad night. Because yeah. People were just starting to use cell phone cameras, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't even, I, you know, I'm at the comedy store the next night, and uh, we were talking about it. We said, did you, you know, did you hear he had a meltdown, kind of, and, you know. But people were like, kind of oh, putting really? the pieces together. Yeah, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, well, that'll probably blow over, but mm-hmm. it's too bad he did that. And then somebody goes, I bet somebody had a camera running, a phone. And back then, it was just, you know, there were still flip phones. Flip phones, yeah. yeah. So were, real grainy video. Yeah. yeah, and people were just starting to take video. Right. And so, sure enough, somebody did have one running, and that's what and happened. And got all the, yeah. the juicy parts of yeah. that exchange. And the only I thing mean, they got of me was me at the very end going, sorry about that, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, hey, everyone. Did you get was, a lot of texts and emails from yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, everyone. And uh, That's a credit, right? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that on IMDb? <laughs> Certainly the, the guy from the Michael Richards video, <laughs> not Michael Richards. Yeah. Not, the, not the kind of social media ex- uh, exposure, uh, uh, exposure yeah. I was looking for. But, <laughs> but I did have one. <laughs> this was a bad incident. Um, somebody, uh, I, I had pitched a show to a big uh, production company. Mm-hmm. They had a show on the air, network show. And I thought I had pitched a, a, done a really good pitch. And they weren't getting back to me. They weren't returning my calls. They weren't returning my calls. So uh, right the next day after this happened, I get this call, and it's their assistant. And she goes, they, are, they really want to talk to you. They really need to talk to you. And I thought, oh, man, they like my idea. Oh, you know, great. So they get on the phone. And everyone had been calling me, asking me, sure. what happened? What happened? Sure. You know, so I get on the phone. They go, hey, what happened with Kramer? And I go, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> By the way, for those like never did you, sell that show. <laughs> yeah, you don't swear really. Yeah. No. So, but, but so to just, have that go on, that, oh, that, that, God, that makes me laugh. Because you know, uh, you know, they 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 wouldn't return my call. Yeah. for What I was hoping for, and right. yet they didn't have no problem calling me to ask me some different dumb priorities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. How 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 fast did you have a sweating like Michael Richards at a? I did have one. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> I mean, now you. You could Sweating be like Michael Richards anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you could be still, your own. Still, yeah, you yeah. you could be your own sweating like joke where you're like sweating like Fraser Smith having to, having follow, to follow Michael, Michael Richards. Richards. Yeah. Best of moment number twenty six from Cash Cab Comedy Central, The Tonight Show. Uh, his stories are uh, are just some of the best that you'll ever hear from a comedian, and he's he's just a great dude. It's Ben Bailey. Oh, I just left. You just went. I broke up with a girl. Yeah. For like the fifth time in a week, <laughs> same girl, you know, it was back and forth, back and of forth. Of course, sure. and I said, "Fuck this, I'm getting out of here." And I, I literally threw some shit in a backpack and mm-hmm. drove to Newark Airport. No way! At like four in the morning, wrote yeah. a, wrote a bad check to Continental Airlines. <laughs> I used you- to joke that my check put them under because they went bankrupt. <laughs> Like two weeks later, the whole airline went bankrupt. No I was like, that was shit. my $440 that took them out. That's good. That's going to be an interesting cash cab question one time. Like, who who was the man who bankrupted <laughs> Continental <laughs> Airlines? Surprise. Yeah, me. The driver. That yeah. was back in the days when you could just write a bad check. Yeah. And they were just kind of fucked. Yeah. That's know? great. That's See, that's oh, insane that you could, do, like, like, I don't. Got I'm me the ticket. Got me on the plane. You can just walk up to a plane and be like, "Here, here's a piece of paper that says maybe I'll pay you back." Yeah, and then they're like, "All right." And they're like, "Okay, hop on the plane." I got on the plane. It was five in the morning. I started to sober up while I was on the plane. <laughs> I started to panic. Yeah, like what am I doing? I'm on a I'm on a plane to Los Angeles. I don't even know where I'm going to go when I get off the plane on the other end. Jeez. I started to panic. I started yeah. to close my eyes and try to. Imagine it was all a dream and that I might wake up. That's how panicked I was. Wow. That I might be able to close my eyes and wake up in my bed. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there praying for a chance to get off the plane. Uh Uh-huh. Please, God, give me one. Just give me a chance to get off this plane and I'll figure out my life. Yeah. While I'm in the middle of that, this uh, Japanese guy, like two, three rows ahead of me, Mm -hmm. jumps up out of his seat. We're taxiing. We're getting ready to take off. Yeah. Jumps up. Pops his seatbelt off, jumps up out of his seat, and runs towards the front of the p- front of the plane, screaming. What? In Japanese. Plane stops. Yeah. We, they find someone to interpret what the guy's saying. Uh, while they're figuring out what's going on with this guy, all this plane has now stopped. A passenger jumped up and sure. ran along. You know, so we're stopped, and all the emergency gear is sent out, all the trucks and everything. Yeah. And uh, 
here's my chance, man. This this I'm praying for a chance to get off the plane. And you're and you're just sitting there going, God, where is my sign? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally like the joke. I sent you a fucking boat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but so no, I'm just watching it all, going, yeah. this actually, I might actually get what I was just asking for here. Yeah. And so the guy comes over. He says, uh, "Nothing to worry about." The, but the the gentleman who jumped up and ran toward the front of the plane mm-hmm. has. Uh, left his wallet in the men's room in the terminal that has a lot of cash in it. So yeah. he's obviously he's panicking, freaking out. Sure. So we're going to let him off the plane. Mm-hmm. And he said, I swear to God, the pilot actually says, if there's anyone else who uh, wants to get off this plane, now's your chance. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> and uh, and I, wink, I, wink, Ben yeah, Bailey. Yeah. yeah, and I stayed on the plane. By the way, the guy that wrote us a bad what? check in seventeen B. Yeah, especially maybe you, you. you, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Best up moment number twenty-seven from Superior Donuts Comedy Central: The hilarious rail battle. I hosted like a show, and I told jokes on the show. So I guess you can count. I guess you can count that. But I didn't start till I moved here, and uh, <clears throat> I, I just got fired from Cheesecake Factory when I got here. I worked here. For, I worked Cheesecake for like six weeks. I got fired. On my just way. right when you memorize the menu. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> that I menu. I mean, I knew like, dude. I knew like gumbo. I knew like what's in the sauce in the gumbo. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? That's a scroll. <laughs> that menu. I knew the calories in that bit. Like that's I was a there. fucking novel. It you is. got you got people there like, hey, uh, I'm only at appetizers. Come back in like yeah. two hours. I'll yeah. then 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 I'll, then I'll get the entrees. It's ridiculous. It's that's, ridiculous, and I learned it. And I was on my way home, and uh, I got fired. Son and I was of a bitch. driving my roommate's truck. Wait, they I, fired you through text or a phone call? They, I, was, I went and I just I was bad, man. I just know I didn't know I didn't know how to serve tables. I just got a job because I got lucky. Were you just you were charismatic? I just I was charismatic. Yeah. I, the, the tables all said he's a really nice guy. He just it took us two hours to get our water or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's fireable for sure. I just yeah. wasn't good at it. He it's, brought us a knife to eat soup with. Yeah, you're like all right, we I'd like him. The but... orders, I'd be like, what do you want? And then you want no no tomatoes and what? You know, I just wasn't good at yeah serving. And on my way home, I'm driving my roommate's truck. I'm pissed off. I'm like this shit ain't gonna work. And then um I see the haha, and I just pull over, go in. Uh, this this young lady's on stage. I don't know who she was. She was on stage hosting, and she was shit. And she gets off stage. And I see somebody give her twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, I'm funnier than that, you know. And that was it, bro. And really? I was back the next day and paid you know. paid Jack twenty bucks to go on stage. <laughs> right, whatever yeah. the hell it was. Inflation. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's probably like twenty five. Yeah. yeah. For those yeah for those of you who don't know the haha yeah. system. Yeah. yeah. That but, is uh, that's crazy. <laughs> Wait. So what? Uh, that is fuck. That sounds like out of a movie. That literally, yeah. like you're, you. I mean, that happens. Down on your luck. And you see the ha ha, yeah. and you just had a an yeah. aha ha ha moment. Because I never, I never. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right, I gotta go. Have a good night. Uh, yeah. I never been. I don't think I've ever been depressed before. So mm-hmm. that was my first time not succeeding at. Because I didn't know. You think we gonna? You know, we moving to Hollywood. I'm about to be on in a month. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah so I, I got that. a job in like a month. Cool. I get fired six weeks later, and I wasn't even doing anything but working at this job and just trying to meet a girl in LA yeah. trying to you know and uh, on my way there I go to Ha Ha I see comedy I go everybody here sucks I, I think I'm kind of funny you know what I mean it takes you need that suck. You yeah need people, dude no like, kidding you need every piece of, of validation and exactly. confirmation and just uh, encouragement yeah. and even yeah. if that does mean seeing somebody bomb 
and just giving you because I, I remember one of the people that I would go see early on was just going by myself to like the Laugh Factory the comedy store and seeing people crush and I was so intimidated because I was like I'll never be able to do that yeah. I was like is that what I'm supposed to do not knowing that you're going to develop your own point of yeah. view I remember seeing Dane crush at the factory and I was like I don't know if I have that type of energy in me not knowing that I'm going to be my own yeah. person but but if I had like walked in and seen not that, I probably would have been a little. I probably would have started sooner because I, I would probably, have been like. I probably wouldn't work if I'd have saw Dane first, like his prime. Yeah, that's no what way, I saw. Because yeah. I wouldn't have knew. Mm-hmm. That's what you. You don't know that you got to grow in it. You don't know that bombing yeah. is part of the process. Yeah. yeah, You also don't know that you don't have to Dane crush crush no. to be a good comic. Yeah. No, because I, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. If you only see Jordan and you think like that's the only thing that basketball is, yeah, you would like, never well, have Sasha Vujicic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can never do that. But yeah, you 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 see a Mark Madsen or a Sasha Vujicic or yeah. an Adam Morrison. Or I'm just ten a year. I'm just naming white guys. Yeah. Uh, you're like, yeah, okay, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. So yeah, that did help me out. And uh, you know, Fu. Yeah, Fu was there the very first night. Wow. I remember that he was there the very first night, and then uh, then I just big start getting in the system. You know how it goes. What did you mm-hmm. talk about when you first got on stage? I mean, <sighs> you know, it's funny, man. Because you've been writing, it's, obviously, so you must have had some sort of nuggets or something laying around. It, it's hacky now, obviously. But and I'm not trying to take credit from anybody else. I was talking about Bill Bill Cosby uh, raping women that early. Whoa, really? Because it was already it's been out for years. Yes, it has. But yeah. it's been, it's, before Hannibal, it had been out for five years before. Well, how did it get buried? Because he's Bill Cosby. He's Bill Cosby, he's, he's, and you people would go to news sources, and they'd be like, "No, we're not taking on Bill Cosby." Yeah. So, also, it probably just seems so outlandish. Also, it was in this area where I think people weren't as quick to like accept something that got published yeah, yeah. right because now people don't fact check if it's like a yeah, link yeah. is posted to it and the headline says what it is people go well then that's what happened and back then yeah. if, you, if you were seen as a good person and something bad came out people just wouldn't believe it if you're seen as a bad person they call, okay you know what i mean yeah. yeah it was bill cosby no way yeah and i was talking about that early and i had wow. this who's my dumb joke uh it was something i was doing the impression i was come on adam i made you <laughs> No, hey, but dude! It, but, I, but this is one of my first impressions. Five, six years, you know, b- before it happens. Yeah, yeah. So we, have, it, it, it's like, it, it's like watching Richard Pryor now. When you have to, when parts of Richard Pryor's act, when you watch it now, you're like, oh man, that's so hack. We're like, mm. no, nobody time, was doing that at the time. Every was doing that. like, so many black comics since yeah. then, and white comics too, yeah. j- have, have been doing Richard Pryor. That sort Except of thing. the, the yes. trend of Yes, it. exactly. Wait, I want to hear your Cosby impression because uh-huh. I want to compare because I that was one of the first impressions that I did. So when I, when I was Cosby so, is the is the training wheels of impressions. You yeah, learn yeah. Cosby to learn other ones. Yeah. Sure. Because I was an impressionist my, my first year and I'm like, I'm out of that shit. Yeah? That for the first year. Who would you do? So you, you did oh, Martin man, characters I did, and then... I did Martin. I did Cosby. I did, uh, I did Mark Simpson. I did... Uh, Mark <laughs> Simpson. Oh, homie. I did that. Damn. <laughs> I did oh, shit. Wait, wait, here. Let's do Cosby on a date with Marge Simpson. Okay. All right. So I'll be, I'll be Cosby. Ready? Right. Brad, you're the bartender. All right. Uh, excuse me. Uh, 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 what's your name, ma'am? <laughs> My Marge. Uh, well, Marge, uh, I have this uh, gentleman over here that would that would like to buy you a drink. Go! <laughs> I would like to buy you a drink. I saw you sitting there by yourself. Well, looking for a friend to make. Mm. Okay, well, um, I like your blue hair. Mm. Makes me think of something else blue. This little pill that I got in my pocket. Oh, well, oh maybe a vodka soda. I can't do I can't even do it. <laughs> a vodka soda. <laughs> but see, Two that's the thing is, 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 is Marge. All you got to do for Marge is the. Mm, like, yeah. like, that, like, it's like okay. a Yoda voice. And then, hence why I'm no longer an impression. <laughs> Best of moment number 28. 
from the Netflix show Glow. It's Jackie Tone. All right, we can do this. Do you want it? Is that the right key for you? Yeah. Uh, let me check. Uh, yes. Also, just for the future, for any like of the aspiring singers out there, the way to check if it's the right key for you is to go. Yeah, that is the way. Yeah, this is a comedy podcast, but also you know, you walk away being like, well, now I know how to warm up. That's how Darius Rucker does it from Hootie. So yeah, you know, you mean from country stardom solo? No, we go from Hootie here. We are we. This is this is a my Darius comes in the form of Hootie. My Darius comes in the form of a rocker. Five. That's good. Years and my life is still trying to get up that great big hill of hope for a destination. Ooh, I realized quickly when I knew I should that this world was made up of this brotherhood of man. Mm, for whatever that means. Here it goes. And so I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed Just to get it all out What's in my head And I'm feeling a little peculiar Take a deep breath and I get real high And I scream from the top of my lungs What's going on? Oh, and I say Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah Hey, what's going on? One more chorus? Yeah. Yes. Ooh. 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 Right? I tried. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, my, look my falsetto is, is uh, it has to have not had any sort of booze or pot on it for a good like two three weeks and then yeah. i feel real confident in trying to go for any any sort of note regardless of if i'm gonna hit it you know because you gotta feel like your pipes are just ready I to go yeah you do no stuff. that's i could sing like wake up in the morning and I'll show Fuck. But I can't which go, is the best part of that song though you got yeah you you have like a rock voice though yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, like I, it's smoky, until, it's rough. Thanks. Until recently, I didn't even like. I just was like, I don't have a falsetto, and I was like, oh, I just, I do. I just never used it. Yeah, I feel like musicals uh, are definitely in your future. I well, be well, the more and more exposure. I be oh in a yeah, musical, please. I want to be in a Broadway musical. I'd like to put out into the universe. And it's out there, baby. Well, night. you can I, sing. We all know that, and we also know you can rap because you did drop the mic on TBS. Yes, I'm lucky. <laughs> was that dope? Dude, how many uh, well, cast members was pro. it? Oh, this is a no-brainer. Got some actual talent versus some personal trainers. You're not real wrestlers. You just play them on TV, which is sad because we could totally pin you four with ease. It was so cute. Whoa, this is really stop. No, that yeah, was you still. Remember yours? It was, we just did it. Oh, and it just it aired? It just happened. I, yeah. I, I did mine like eight months ago. It still hasn't aired. Well, they, they time, <laughs> Wait, they're waiting. No, they, it's a long, oh, they're waiting. Okay. No, they timed ours They'll with the release air, of Glow. Oh, okay. By the way, watch Glow season two, June 29th. Yes. Friday. Yes. Available on Netflix. Okay. And uh, yeah, so you got you had to rap too. I love... Oh, God, I love music so much. I love rapping and I love singing. And when I get to do them in front of people, I feel happy because I do them by myself so much. And it's nice to feel 
like seen when you do certain things sometimes. Do you get to display those talents in season two in some fashion? I do. Whoa. Uh, I don't think it's a spoiler. spoiler yeah, I sing. I sing a little bit. Um, there's like, uh, without saying too much, there's like something music it's not a musical episode by any means but right. something musical happens in one of the episodes you're still wrestling so it, it, it makes sing. sense that you would have to maybe do that for a character thing or right. discover something totally. or like oh you're the singing villain or, or whatever right, right, right. so yeah that makes sense that, that something like that would go down and it's you know they're really the writers of our show Liz Flayhive and Carly Mensch they're like they see what we can do like there's a girl on our show Sunitha Mani and she's in like a ridiculous trio lady comedy dance trio called the Cocoon Central Dance Team. What? And they're just I mean, the baddiest, hottest, weirdest three girls in New York. Literally, they're in like a weird, like they just do weird shit and it's so funny and so weird and they're in like these, it's insane. Anyway, they know Suni can dance. Yeah. So they wrote it into the show that, that Arthi, her character, dances. That's great. Because why not utilize yeah. that you have like this Use all the weapons. mean, at, right. You, and it also, it makes the show look better because it makes her look better and that's how I feel, you know, I think they do that, like, they understand, I think they understand, like, my timing, like, when I steal Ruth's, sho- Ruth's shoes, it's like, well, you know. Like, Steve Martin said, you'll use everything. Mm-hmm. And that you've obtained through life. Yeah. Yeah. It's God, true. It's so interesting. I mean, Especially like. Especially now with, like, writing a lot, I'm, like, writing a lot more, too, now. Yeah. And it's like, every story I forgot is flowing back to me, and I'm like, that'd be great for, you know, that'd be great for this, and it's just like, you do really you realize how much more vast your toolbox is too mm-hmm. i think when you're in a creative field cuz you're just you have you have to if you, you could start a band if, if, if you can start a band called Vast Toolbox that'd be great I can't, I can't wait to listen to this podcast because I have to actually write down all the things that You're we so said that would be like dope yeah. that would don't be dope, dope titles there been a lot shit. Yeah. yeah well my brain goes to Papa my, my, no my brain comes with Papa what no is my it? brain goes to Papa yeah. my brain goes to Papa because you said what's another Tom yeah uh, and then the what's in your Jew or no what what's what Jew is in you what Jew is in you what's in your Jew Gilbert what's in your Jew <laughs> Best of moment number 29 from The Office and uh, a pilot that we don't know if it's getting picked up yet <laughs> that I shot with him. The hilarious Andy Buckley. We'll do Rebel Without a Cause. I'll get that red you're, jacket on. You're gonna, man. And uh, so then I give her my... So you give me your card just in case something comes up. And then she calls me. That was uh, like October, September, October. She calls me in January. So four months later, Buckley, I think you should come audition for this part. She, I can't believe I found your card. It was like at the bottom of a file, but it's to be the CFO on the office. You watch the office. Yeah, it's great. I think they'll like that you're like a finance guy. Blah, blah, blah. You should come in. So I go. I get, I'm get. i just excited to do the two scenes, and I work with Nancy and get all, like I know what I'm doing, and I'm all uh, you know excited. Get to the audition. The good scenes? Yeah. Um, and and did, did, the, did your work in the financial world, like re- was it a – Easier. It just it just is like okay. So he's the serious guy. Like he's not he's not joking around. So just you just play it like like a like a guy would. And um, but it's so funny that whole like if there's actors listening, you know, you go and so I leave work. You know, I'm like just a guy at work, and I'm all set and like I'm not thinking about anything. Then I get there. And I'm in the waiting room, and there's like ten fucking guys, yeah. and we all kind of look the same. Yeah. And it's like, oh fuck, oh, why am I here? Like, this is not Jason be me. Bateman, Forrest Whitaker. Bateman's there, yeah. Whitaker's there, <laughs> Glenn Close, and Close, Close is. I can't believe she didn't get it. <laughs> but then uh, Chip Eston comes in, and do you know Chip? Yes, super great guy. Yeah. And I had worked with him uh, on a show that uh, he was a regular on. I did a guest thing on years before about like flight attendants. Um, that was that was a lot of fun, but uh, so I knew him I'm like a oh, fucking wings. Was, no, oh. 
I, I'll remember b- gotcha. before the two hours is up. <laughs> and uh, and going then five. And then um, then he uh, and then Rain Wilson comes out mm-hmm. and he knows Chip. And I'm like, why am I fucking here? Like, there's <laughs> right. no way I'm getting Dude. this part. And luckily, he says to Chip, he's like, hey, I told him about the other part too because that's going to be like six or seven episodes, you know. Um, so you should read for that part too. Uh, which is the part he ended up playing, like the guy who ran the other branch, yes. Josh mm-hmm. Porter. Yes. Um, but so, like, you get the whole negative head, things in your head. It's like, why am I here? You're like, no this is I'm what I stepped away from it for. Like, I'm just not, doing all the bullshit, right? And then I said, all right, I'm here. I, what am I doing? What am I doing in the scene? Okay, here. And then you get back to your quote, act, you know, the acting that you're excited about. Anyway, do it. They hire me, you know, a year later. So that was it. They hired you in the room? No, but they call the next day, and mm-hmm. then but then like I so I do it. It was awesome. Nothing happens. Like a year later, they call me, and I end up doing a few more episodes. Then a few more episodes the next season. Then the writer strike happens. But then after the writer strike, holy, holy shit! Like that's season five and six when they started using me. Like a, I did like the bulk of those thirty six point yeah. five episodes. <laughs> um, those two years, yeah. And then um, and then you. I like that you mentioned that you played it like as the straight guy as the straight business guy because when you're on a show like that where every character is so defined and and sort of outrageous and and large like you almost can't come in and just be another crazy character it's just not going to work right they they the already defined characters need someone to bounce off of yeah like and i guess that was the whole thing he was the straight man Mm -hmm. and it's in the right you know like he's written as the straight man so it's not like you want to and you know you're supposed to be the guy who's technically running the company or whatever. Right. So, I'm, so, 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 so what you was walk in doing like an Ed Wynn impression? <laughs> <laughs> what was that time like in between the? Uh, so when you get the call, are you just like so neutral about it because your approach to acting at this point is just like that's yeah, something fun still. But no, Not but thinking, it was like oh fuck, this will be great. Fuck yeah! Like because you walked out of the Steve audition Durrell, feeling good or feeling good. Like shit, it went great. I did what I wanted to do. I also had to like get back to my office because I had like a client coming in. And wow, all that stuff. <laughs> which is great because then you're not really uh, thinking about it. Over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you knew Steve Carell was already a part of it. Oh yeah, this was so this was halfway through the second season. So like it oh, was already right. kind of a hit. So that gets you fired up. And it was yeah, it was yeah. cool. And then I was lucky because Greg Daniel directed that first episode yeah, and so like brilliant. he's the guy so it's, he gets a sense of like oh I guess this guy's alright your dynamic with Steve Carell is like fucking incredible and like I don't know if you screen tested with him or was it just day one you guys' first scene that you ever had what, could you both just recognize like oh man this is the way that you're playing off of him and what he's doing I, I think Steve sensed it first no <laughs> <laughs> No, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, but you do well, know, right? Steve, you, Steve Carell experienced something they call in the business the the, the, the Buckley. The, yeah, the Buckley effect. It's, it's, it's the Buckley effect. You know, They're, you know the it's Betty Buckley effect. The but it's, Buckley bump. We all yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna get it now we're that you're on this it. podcast. You know, this is it. You guys are gonna you know. <laughs> It's not going to be... Also, girls uh, in high school might have also gotten the Buckley bump, you but know, that's... Um, yeah, but that's... Not college, because golf. <laughs> but not high school. Wait, <laughs> wait but... It's years down the line. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, did... No, it was... I mean, I don't know. It was just... Uh, like, did you guys break I mean, in the scene? It's like... He's really... He's like one of the, one of the all-time greats. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. how, how, how did you and Michael Jordan have... How was the chemistry? <laughs> Well, right. I would pass to him, and then he would score. Yeah, um, yeah, but I not would, true, man. Like, and he would pass to you. Like, you know, you're being very humble about well, it. Well, I mean, but it's I my favorite show, and so I've seen every episode ninety thousand times. And there is, you have to have, 
he he his shit doesn't work if you're not um the, you know the, the straight the serious yeah guy, man i mean i, I don't like know the time I, just, I guess i just sort of fell into the fell into however i started playing it and then you just play mm-hmm. it and i mean it's funny you give a guy gla- like when i wear the glasses it's yeah. different like if i that made it to totally different yes. feel it's mm-hmm. weird how prop not props but uh part of your costume i guess props like that yeah could uh can affect you um but but even just yeah. like that scene, like one of my favorite scenes in the entire run of the show is when the um, golden ticket uh, episode, yeah. and like it's so like just your argument with him on the phone um, prior to him, uh, uh, you know, ha- lying and getting Dwight to to lie and say it was his idea, and then you coming in and Steve Carell's face and like you guys playing off each other and then congratulating him, like that is all just so the timing of that is so um, epic. And I don't know how many times you rehearse that or do you jump right in? Like, what was the process for certain moments like that? Um, I guess, yeah, you know, like you, Table rehe- read and you then, rehearse the scene. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I was going, I, I eventually started started going to the table reads, um, but I didn't, like, initially. Maybe by then, maybe by then I, I did. Yeah. Um, but, what, like, what, but I don't even know. But no, you, you kind of rehearse, you rehearse the scene. It's, so, it's funny, I, uh, my memory is so bad. Um, no, I got it, Alan. Let me tell you. Uh, no, uh, yeah, you rehearse it, and they yeah. get the cameras there and everything. But then it's then it's more just you know as as you're doing it, I guess. You, you know, play, yeah. and I mean these guys are all like spectacular yeah, at it, yeah. so it's the, it certainly makes. Do you feel it, intimidated like, jumping in, or are you easy. like, no, I know what I'm doing? I kind of, I kind, I never really felt intimidated. Isn't that so crazy? I yeah. never, I never felt intimidated. Um, mm-hmm. The only, like, and I've only felt intimidated a couple times acting. Um, this pilot I just did. Uh, this girls' code thing with a guy who played the <laughs> MC. Keep going, keep going. This guy yeah. brought it. He did this leg kick, jump kick. <laughs> Fucking no, you were Dude, funny. You thank were, you. Adam and I worked on a pilot that we hope gets picked. Yeah, up. man. Girls' code that he was spectacular in. But no, the only time like I, I was never like uh, I got to do the other guys like with Wahlberg, yeah, Wahlberg, and so that. I wasn't intimidated there. Yeah, wow. I was intimidated. Just because I was nervous, uh, I guess not intimidated, but more nervous. Uh, I when I, I did a curb your enthusiasm this past yes thing, it's like holy shit, that's it's fucking Larry and Jeff. Holy shit, you know, like yeah. I better be, I better be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the house, that was with, um, that was with Will Ferrell with again. With Will again, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah all, but all these other funny people. Yeah. And it was like Manzuka, like Amy Polo, like every, let alone like all the other people, yeah. like Nick Kroll and yeah, all. Those. Yeah. And it's like. Well, right. the, and that's one more moment where you kind of have to take a breath and go, "Oh wait, no, I'm here because they they know I can do this." And, and it's funny, I can do this. You, there's a point you do it, and then you be like, "Okay," and then you just do it, and then you get a laugh, and it's like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> I did it." Yeah. Um, but those were kind of the only two, only two times, I guess. And then I guess I was stood in the shower once with Michael Fassbender, and I got well. I mean, yeah. what? Bada bing! No. <laughs> if you see, if you ever seen the movie Shane, uh, you know exactly why someone would be intimidated uh, to be bing. in a shower with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, nobody's that, made that joke in a couple of years. That so thing I can is circle back around. Yeah, that yeah. thing is the size of me. Uh, I got. I have been mistaken for Michael Fassbender's dick. I've never actually even <laughs> seen the movie. I just you heard, will play him in the documentary. Heard the no, I'll I'll you play will. his dick. I, I mean, uh, soft. Erect, that's, I'm not, I'm no, not, I'm not big You're enough. not working on it. No, no, no. Best of moment number 30 from Workaholics, from the intern, from Game Over Man, Anders Holm. Um, like swimming, you don't become a pro unless you're like the top 
sure. 40 dudes in the world, right? right. Yeah. Uh, NBA, NFL, like those sports are a little different, but like, because there's a future. Um, <laughs> but I strictly went to college to swim. And then I was like, I'll hit class too, I guess. With no with no game plan afterward? Was there just a plan of like maybe swim coach? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're like, I'm going to just wear a whistle and uh, get fat after this. Yeah. Wow. Which seems like a, which is probably also a great life. Dude, I had a bunch of, dude, there's some like swim coaches that have figured it out. Really? Yeah. They're just like, I work in the mornings. I got my day to myself. Come back in the afternoon. Like, how you're hard is that pool. job? You're in the pool. You could just jump in if you want. It's a recreational, <laughs> I mean, like for, when you're growing up, the pool is such a, there's yeah. so much positive connotations around yeah. swimming. Yeah. So like, I feel like you can't like. I don't know. No. Like your coach, like, and how aggressive do you get as a swim coach? I get, I get aggressive. Oh, really? I coached. So when I first went to LA, so then in college, I was like watching a bunch of movies. I was like, oh, I'm going to write a movie. And I started writing bad movies. And then, and then I was like, I'm going to move to LA. That's really what did it. Just watching movies and going like, this seems super fun. Or, uh, or these movies aren't, these aren't that great. I could do that. No, I watched Rushmore and was, and it's so like, there's such a tone to it that you're like, yeah. oh, a, a person made this. You know, it's not yeah. like watching Coming to America where you're like, Man, they improvise that cool story. Well, not even improvise. Like as, as far as just like it's it's a it's a movie. Yes, mm-hmm. and like there's no like um, auteur yes to it. Yes, uh, although watching it back, that's you can argue that. But like you can really sniff Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson in that movie. It's yep. just it's in your face yep. that yeah. you're like, oh, they really these are just some dudes who made this together. And then I was like, well, what would my tone be? What would my voice be? And then I started writing bad movies. Moved to L.A. So then in LA with like a shit job, I was coaching at the Brentwood school. Um, and, uh, a bunch of rich kids. Yeah. A bunch of rich kids. Teach them how to swim. Yeah. And, uh, I was pretty serious about it, but I was like, on day one, I'm like, look, I know you guys have a bunch of sports. Everyone's just like going to go like see the coach and meet the people. And you're looking for stuff to do. I was like, but look, man, winning's more fun than losing. And, uh, if you put in effort here, I guarantee you, you'll be 10 times better than you were the day you showed up. And like, that's the commitment I'll give to you. If you give me a commitment that you'll be here and you'll give a shit. Well, I'm fired up. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, what? I'm like, go. Well, so you said it like that. I'm like, like go dude, kick it and like, smoke weed. If you want to go yeah. have fun, like this is fun. But like at the same time, we're building something. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're clay and I'm here to help shape you guys. But like, you got to chip in too. Like, let's go. And that's, a, I mean, that's why sports are such a great metaphor for life and yeah. why everybody should play. Even if you're terrible, try that sport so yeah. at least you can be around that energy and that sort of like wisdom of like, mm-hmm. oh, these situations translate to life. Right. You know? Right. And uh, it's super rewarding as a job because there were some dudes who were already good that got better. There were some guys who had never swam that, you know, when you really like, you go, okay, I'm going to find out what they're really good at and kind of focus on that, build off that. And they got great. And they would leapfrog other dudes that had already swam. Whoa. Yeah. That's, it was, how it cool was that cool. as a coach, right? It was great. And yeah. here's what's fucked up. Not fucked up. Like you were like the Coach Carter to the... Uh... <laughs> I was like uh, White Shadow. That... Um, <laughs> was that your nickname? Yeah. That sounds like a 1980s kids cartoon. It, it was does. a 70s basketball program. Was, was it? White Shadow. Yeah. Come on, man. Do your research. Get your IMDb on. <laughs> I know hanging with Mr. Cooper. I, <laughs> yeah, okay. I know, I know. Um, California Dreaming. No, there was another basketball <laughs> That's show. It. Hang time. Hang time. Yeah. Hang time. Coming to California Dreaming was basketball though, right? No. No, that, that was, was a like band. band. That was yeah, like that was one day Yeah. It, 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 but their screech was like buff. Yeah. Right. It, yeah, his name was like Sly. <laughs> It should have just all been. Cut. It should have all just been called "Say by the Bell." Let's try to do this shit again. 
I because that was it. You're right, and I just want to say that <laughs> next time I come back, we might exclusively be talking about Sly's body. <laughs> it's fine. Um, we can do a one-off. There's like an episode where that. they like had him like he took off his shirt at the lunch oh, table. Yeah, and then I remember he's it. taking it off every episode. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. all the girls woo, and like you have to imagine what that reaction was like live for these girls, where they're like. I thought this was the nerd. Yeah. Now he's buff. Right. Cool yeah. guys everywhere. Right. Like, perfect. What's... Perfect belly button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't no. Just uh, go experiment with other nerds. See, Wait, see, see if they're well, buff too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Big Johnson t-shirts. Wait, would, where would you pull your motivational um, anecdotes or speeches from for coaching? Or were you just like, it's all going to come from the heart. Thurs knows what he's doing. I've been in enough situations that I can like. Or would you go, man, we got a big meet coming up and the pressure's on for me to like... Yeah, I'm going to go watch Hoosiers. Yeah, and you then know what like, I'm saying? Or any given Sunday. Look, I mean, I wouldn't give like big long speeches. I would just I would just keep it real, I guess. I'm like... Or put I up would, a quote in the locker room or like... Uh, every no, day. No, I didn't do that. And they, they had actually, for a nice school, they had like a shitty pool set up. But then apparently they like built one like two years later that's off the chain. Uh, Always Mark, happens. Mark Spitz, his yeah. kids go there. Need that spit? Well, when yeah. When you got the five-time gold gold medalist kids, yeah, yeah. Seven, I don't know why I know that weird seven, fact. Seven times, seven times, whatever. <laughs> yeah. seven, it, seven, it, seven gold, seven world records. It was an odd number. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Um, but so then, not I was not a, bad for a guy with a head the size of a not, fucking dumbbell that can barely not swim bad anyway. For anybody, <laughs> no one should know anything about swimming. If you do, you're living your life wrong. <laughs> Um, but so last weekend I was up in Mammoth and I'm like, I take my, uh, wife out to a, like a nice little cat, like log cabin dinner at some restaurant or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we're waiting for our table, which is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I've been on comedy central. Yeah. Guys, basic cable. Um, so then I'm at the bar and like, I feel like a tap on my shoulder. I'm like, here we go. (laughs) And, uh, this guy's like Anders. I'm like, yep. I'm an asshole. Uh, And he goes, hey, man, it's uh, so-and-so. You coached me in high school. Holy shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's up, man? Hey, like, what are you doing here? And now you're drinking with your former student. Well, almost. He he was leaving the restaurant with what I was like, oh, that must be like your sister and your parents are here. And like, Mm -hmm. I'll see them and say hi and whatever. And then I realized I'm so old that my former, like, pupil mm-hmm. is now a grown man on yeah. a mammoth weekend date do you know what i mean like yeah that's he's dropping ducats yeah man ducats to take <laughs> to take a woman on a weekend i'm I like I oh rent, i think i rented man ducats one time yeah, you did <laughs> you did you're a 29 year old yeah. dude. dude right and i'm like a doing dude life ass. yeah wow yeah, and you're looking at it, being like, "Well, you you kids have be safe." Okay, all right. It's it's snowing. Remember what I said in high school. That still yeah. applies. Yeah. Best of moment number thirty one from America's Got Talent, sweeping the nation and quickly becoming a rising star in the comedy world. It's Preacher Lawson. Seventh grade, I went to three different schools. Uh, sixth grade, three different schools. Fifth grade, three Mil- different schools. Military Fourth family? Grade, no. Well, kind of like the military. You know? Okay. Get on the ground now. Go. You know, it's <laughs> that kinda, kind. That okay. was kind of similar. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but uh, no. It's, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but listen, that happened once. You know what I mean? Like, oh. I remember my mom being like, oh, get on the ground. Fuck. Like, get on the ground. Oh, but I was like shit. seven. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, I don't know why we moved around a lot. Your folks give you that type, I mean, like, just your attitude and your mindset. So, like, people can really, you know, you obviously had to be around people or have people in your life that kind of 
you know, gave you little pep talks or did you just observe from people around you like to develop into who you are? Yeah, I mean, my mom is just really, she's like me. She's like me. She's a little more. Fuck it, I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the reason, okay, so the reason, I don't know why we moved so, I don't know. I, I think my mom just didn't never settle, but I mean, um, I just, I took a lot from my mom. She's super creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really, uh, she's, uh, yeah, she just, yeah, she just her. You know and, what I mean? And, you, and she came out for, so, and she was on America's yeah, Got Talent too. She she came out from yeah. Uh, yeah, that was pretty dope. That was the first time I've seen her in years. No Whoa. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they when they when I seen her, they AGT yeah. made sure I did oh, not man. see her till then. And oh so, no shit. I remember I was talking to Mike Young, one of the contestants, and I was yep. talking to him. I'm like, yeah, man, you know, uh, da da da. And he was looking weird, and he started backing away. I was like, what? What's going on? And then my mom started running up, and I was like, ah, oh, and I was trying not to cry. Holy and then I was like, I should have cried. I would have got the golden buzzer. <laughs> 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 and so, that, that's, that, I mean, God, that's, that, that's such a crazy moment. And then, like, because you're having this real human moment, yeah. and you're also probably somewhere in the back of your head going, like, wait a minute, they're recording this, I'm on TV, be, ca- like, yeah, 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 be careful yeah. what you say, like, yeah. careful what you do. Like, yeah. that, that, that's got that's got to be just insane. I don't know. I, I, it was great. I mean, especially because my mom, she's been my biggest supporter. She was there the first time I went on stage. She recorded mm-hmm. it. I was so scared to go on stage the first time that they called the next person. Cause I took so long to go on stage. Really? And then my mom was in the back. She's like, "No, he right here." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, <laughs> this is gonna be going great now." Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just yeah. yeah Nothing like the first time going on stage. Your mom's sticking up for you. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's good. That's good. And mom. I went up and bombed miserably. It yeah. was so bad. Oh. It was so bad. Is there? Uh, what did you what have made any... you want to go back on after you bombed the first time? Yeah. I thought I killed. <laughs> Oh, of course. I, I that ignorance. I was like, I crushed. Go. I got in the car. I told mom, I was like, yeah, I did good, didn't I? She's like, you was, you did okay. I was like, you okay. don't even try to lie to me? Like, you just, <laughs> so she kept it real she with She kept you. it real. She was like, oh, it was okay. Like, you got some laughs, <laughs> but from this part, like, she was just breaking it down right here. You oh, didn't that's get, great. You didn't get laughed right there. <laughs> Best of moment number 32. Boy, not uh, too many people I love more than these two. It's my nieces, Brooke and Brianna. So you guys are all of my Instagram, and people comment on videos all the time. They say they love you guys. You're so cute. You're hilarious. They want to meet you. What do you have to say to all your fans? Well, I love you, too. I'm really excited that lots of you guys like us. And just to break it to you, I like you guys. Even though I don't even know you, I like you guys. So get a like below, and you can actually sometime... Meet us. Whoa. People do want to meet you. Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. What would you do if you met one of your fans? Um, I would get their autograph. You'd get their autograph? Yeah. That's so sweet. Um, Even though I'm eight years old and I'm like almost as tall. I'm almost as tall as a lamp. You're what? I'm almost as tall as a lamp on top. On top of like one of those big lamps on top of the shelf, I'm almost as big as that. That's like, right. Literally, I'm almost there. You really are. <laughs> um, all right, I want to do a rapid fire question thing. We're almost done, Bree. Come back. Come on, get off Minecraft. Why? It's not Minecraft. I just wanted to see what. You all right, do. we're almost done. Here, yeah, take take the mic. So here, hey, we're doing a rapid fire. We're doing rapid fire. Ooh. Hey, rapid fire questions. Hold the mic in front of your mouth. Ooh. So, favorite food. Um. Okay, this is me, Brooke, the one who loves black and pink. Um, black, pink, and white. Um, my favorite dessert. My favorite dessert is actually 
um, chocolate ice cream with chocolate fish, marshmallows, caramel, um, together. It's all together at the same, <laughs> the same package. That's my dessert. And my favorite, um, food, um, for, um, breakfast is pancakes. Wait, panic cakes or pancakes? Pancakes. Okay, you said panic cakes, and I was like, do you have a panic attack in the morning, so you have cake? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I have pancakes and eggs. My favorite lunch is actually blue sea sushi. Dang, you get to have that sometimes. So just for the listeners, that's not every day. That's once in a while when mommy treats you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so sushi for lunch, and then dinner, what do you like? Um, for dinner, my favorite food is spaghetti. Dang, me too. Brianna, I don't, favorite dessert? I don't really have a favorite dessert. It's just I like to eat dessert. I mean, eat dessert because it's just it like, it's very smooth and sometimes it's hard. Yeah. And cold, so. What about breakfast? What's your favorite food? If you could have anything. My favorite food is like pizza and spaghetti. Like sometimes if I have spaghetti and dad gives me pizza and there's leftover spaghetti, I could just put spaghetti in my pizza. Oh my goodness. That sounds like what Uncle Adam used to do. We're going to have to watch you. Um, Brianna, uh, okay, favorite sport? Uh, definitely basketball. Rookie favorite sport? Favorite sport? Ballet and swimming. Oh, that's right. You guys swim a lot. What is your favorite part about swimming? Um, Going to the deep end and breathe. And then you relax for a second under the water. But when you need to breathe, you can go up. Brianna, favorite part about swimming? Because you go to the deep end, you can relax and stuff. And sometimes you can pretend that you're dead or something. Yeah. Uh, have you guys ever peed in the pool? Yes or no? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, a million times. I will also answer yes to that question. And also, sometimes different types of hot tubs. Different? You've peed in hot tubs? Yeah. yeah. Dang. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully this is just a we phase. We peed in Grandma's hot tub. Whoa. All right. I'll keep that between us. Um, okay. Favorite song? Oh, my favorite song is Look What You Made Me Do from Taylor Swift. Brianna? My favorite song. Hold the mic up. My favorite song is from Katy Perry, I Kissed a Girl. My second favorite song is Katy Perry, Bon Appetit. Hell yeah. My second one is. Mic up. My second one is Britney Spears, um, Down Under. Okay, favorite person, favorite celebrity you would like to meet? I Who do you want to meet if you got a chance? Um, since it's hard for Katy Perry and Taylor Swift, then I'll maybe go with Britney Spears. Ooh. No, but don't you guys like Shawn Mendes? Yeah. Doesn't he sing that song? Well, Shawn Mendes is a little, little cute. He's a little cute. All right. Uh, who's your crush on right now? Go. Um, Enzo. Who's Enzo? Um, he's in my daycare and he goes to my school. Is he your crush? Yeah. He's in one, um, first grade. <laughs> Dang. And why do you like him, Riri? Because, um, he has cute hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And what they else? They used to be um, girlfriend and boyfriend, but then they broke up. Ooh, juicy scoop. <laughs> <laughs> the hot take. Enzo and Bri Bri broke up. Why? Now they're just friends now. Um, maybe because Brianna accidentally threw his bracelet all across the whole recess floor. He threw his bracelet across the entire recess? Because he lied to me. What'd he say? He said that he gave me infinity chances when he broke up with me, and then he was he pretending was a- to love me the whole time. He didn't really love you? Um, well, he loved me before, and then when he when he told me that he gave me infinity chances... He said, actually, I'm kidding. I just gave you zero chances. Bye! But then he shut the door. Dang! Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Why did he give you infinity chances? He did not even... Chances. He was just trying to make me happy because whenever he uh, he's kind of like when like whenever someone likes him and he likes someone else, I start crying a little bit. Aww. Didn't you guys like the same boy at one time? I remember like two years ago I had a conversation and like Brooke. <laughs> well, Brianna he was told mine. Me he was mine first, and then Brooke stole him. Brooke, what do you have to say about that? Come here. Because Brianna told me that you guys went to I didn't steal him. All of a sudden, I went in her room to give her teacher the copy, because we have the copier. And then all of a sudden, it was Liam's fault. Because all when he saw me in my favorite dress, dun, 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 he was looking at me. Uh, he had googly eyes. He had googly love, love eyes. He was like, oh my goodness, who is that? He doesn't sound like that. He's like, oh my goodness. Wait, did he think you were Brianna because you guys are twins? No. Um, she had a little bit shorter hair than me last time. Now, Brookie, you told me at one point, or Brianna told me, this is, you, it was very sweet. You said that, that, Leah, that Brookie looked at Liam lovingly like, and she went like, nee, 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 like batted her eyes. Right? <laughs> and then you said that, I said, how do you know they're in love? And you said, well, they went down a slide that could only hold one person. And you said they both went down together, right? <laughs> and you said, I go, what do you mean? And you go, they just made it work. <laughs> and it was so sad and adorable. But then, you, but then I said there was plenty of fish in the sea. And you're like, yeah. You're like, I don't care. I'm over it. Well, I'm not really over it, but I'm kind of over it. Okay, I am I, not over it because of Enzo now. I was... You are, oh, you're over it because of Enzo. Yeah, you have a new crush. And that's what love is, you know? Sometimes it, it doesn't work out, and you, you guess what? Millions of people in the world. Now, do you guys like, what's your favorite subject? Oh, can I marry you? Me? Your <laughs> uncle. <laughs> wait, 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 I want to tell everybody. Wait, yeah. hold it. So, I was about to kiss, I was about to kiss Liam on the lips, um, before the, but then the bell rang, and then I was waiting the next day for him to meet me at the place where I told him to go. Where was that? But he actually moved away. Wait, so you said meet me at the like the vending machine outside the the flagpole, and then he goes, okay, I'll be there, and then he moved. Yes. Oh, that is the epitome of. Wait, wait, wait! But I the mic and well, I think I think but Liam, when, I think Liam didn't want to make her sad that he had to leave, so. Yeah. Just Irish goodbye. Like the same times, like if, if Uncle Adam's had a little too much to drink at a party and I don't want to say goodbye because I'm going to embarrass myself because I'm a little woozy, I just leave. Yeah? Same thing? Yeah. Best of moment number 33. He produced The Soup, The Joel McHale Show with Joel McHale, and hopefully something with me and Brad soon. <laughs> it's KP Anderson. 
so like when 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 you're putting that together is it a different style of writing because you're like oh man this, this is going to be journalists and politicians or is it like the or is it just no we're, we're going to do our thing we we kind of know we're going to do our thing like joel did some really smart stuff like he mm-hmm. talked to colbert he talked to kimmel he talked to seth myers yeah. um he you know asked a lot of questions about what they liked about what they did what they wish they'd have done differently all that kind of stuff did um seth myers mentioned launching trump into the presidency oh no that no, happened yeah yeah, 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 yeah he uh yeah, yeah. He, I think, I think we sort of all collectively there. Conan uh, mm-hmm. um, did a really great one, and yeah. they they had all done their own version of something great with yeah. it. You know, Colbert's wasn't warmly received, but it was brilliant, and uh, and um, um, Seth's was, you know, Seth's was probably the probably the most like wow uh, yeah. of all of them. But Joel kind of went in and um, very smartly, I think, like his sort of directive to us was, I want to cut a wide path. I don't want to do. I don't want to do. You know, any one long run about everyone, about anyone. We did, we wound up doing a long run about Chris Christie, which was like a four joke deep run. But mm-hmm. the rest of it was one, and then moving to the next person, moving to the next person. He said, "I really want to be equal opportunity. Like I don't want after this is over with. I don't want them saying that I'm just a bleeding heart liberal who is screaming about you know the Republicans." Sure. Um, so we opened with uh, we opened with a, sort of a, our first shot was at Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, which was uh, which was um, uh, as always, Mr. President. You are amazing. Uh, you're just so funny. My favorite one you ever told was when you said you were going to close the detention facility at Guantanamo Bay, <laughs> and the room got quiet. And then <laughs> Michelle Obama goes, <laughs> and then everybody and then everybody broke up a little yeah, bit. So. Uh, C-SPAN is yeah. like one of those paranormal activity movies. It's just grainy shots of empty rooms interrupted by images of people you're pretty sure died a few years ago. <laughs> Perfect joke. Right. Yeah. This is the yeah. beginning. Yeah, that was a Brad Stevens special, I believe. Yeah. I think it was either Brad or Boy. But, yeah, yeah, but it, 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 and to do something like that, and I've heard this from someone else who uh, did the correspondence dinner, it's always you have to wait for sort of the president yeah. to get it, yeah. or in this case, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, definitely gives you. So we yeah. met him right before right before it starts. You go down to this little meet and greet thing, and it's yeah. a tiny room, and uh, and Joel was up at the head of the line, and Brad and Boyd and I, the writers, are all the way in the back, yeah. and and so I see we see Joel talking to Obama, and he's like pointing at us a little bit, and so we get up to the front, and uh, and uh, Obama goes, so you guys are you guys are Joel's writers, right? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, KP, catastrophic which, penis, yeah. is that you? Yeah, and he goes, which one of you? Uh, <laughs> which one of you writes on the soup? And and I was like, that's me. His friend goes, oh, Michelle loves the soup. You should go talk to her. And so, and so awesome. I slid down, and and he goes, Michelle, this is KP. He wrote on the soup, or he writes the soup, and uh, and she goes, oh, we love the, the girls, and I've been watching it forever. And I said, uh, and I said, it's so nice to hear, Mrs. Obama. I do have to say that when you came a few months ago to the E Building to be interviewed by Ryan Seacrest, and she goes, yeah, I remember that. I go, yeah, I had to park somewhere else that day. And, <laughs> and he overhears it. He's talking to Boyd and Brandon. He overhears and he laughs, and he and he goes, yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Us, we move in wherever we go. And I look at him, I go, it's second-term arrogance, Mr. President, and I'm not fun. And he pats me on the show. He goes, all right, you said the thing you thought of in the shower. Let's take a picture. Oh. And I take a picture. I was like, this fucking guy is good. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, it His was such, timing, oh, dude. Oh, it was amazing. Best of moment number 34, a comics comic, one of the best in the game, the hilarious Todd Glass. We are a comedy club before a restaurant yes. and what it says is look we, you are the customer and we do value you I always feel that way yes. I don't think it's cool to be mean to people no. but that video laid down the law that look we love you but there's some rules here right. and the only one that's better that I've ever seen on the planet than that one I know that's mine is the comedy addict Jared 
Uh, from Subway? No, yeah, Jared oh. from Subway. <laughs> he the does comedy a addict in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He made club. his own. Mm-hmm. And it is per, it's better than mine. Wow. Because nice. it educates them. Yeah. And bi- and um oh, hold on, I'm I'm sorry. Let me let me just so the, what I was going to say about the shushing like yes, Brad yeah. said yes. that when they walk by you right. you know he goes I used to walk by like on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the loudest. It was like a two really cuz maybe just the two tables around them could hear. And you know, you're just opening up a business, you got a mortgage to pay. It's just a two, like a two, but a two for the tables next to it. He goes, "I remember one night just going over and I'm like I knew they were going to get annoyed and I and I had to have them leave. It was a table of 4." I got thanked three times as I was walking out because I had to go back and the one lady left her purse and thank you, thank you, thank you. And he goes, that's when I learned it's not enough to have a doorman stand on one end of the room. For heckling, one doorman can can, can control a room of 300 because heckling, you can stand anywhere in the room. But for talking, someone has to roam the room, roam the room because someone could be all the way in the back and just loud enough that 13 people or 14 hear it. I'm I'm being honest. But that's a big deal. And the comic can't hear them. The comic can't. I've had that. That's when I learned. After a show, someone's like, God, that was so great. I wish these people weren't talking next to us the whole time. And you're like, fuck, I had no clue because you were 300 feet away from me. That's exactly Mm-hmm. What do so, you do about that? I mean, I, t- I'm, I tell doorman now, that's what I just said to roam. you. I go, do me a favor. And I'm always super nice. And I go, you know, just please roam the room. Because I've learned when I go, I used to say, you know, to a club I'm new at, I go, by the way, just checking, you know, is there a door person in the room 100% of the time? Not like, yeah. you know, a la- you give them a few examples and they get, you know, what you're talking about. And I'm always nice. I go, you know, something like, oh, he's he watches the show. He's just changing the sign outside. No, no. I go, you know, I just, when I'm there, I do like someone in the room 100% of the time, but then I realize that's not good enough because they would have someone planted in the room. Right. Now I go, have them roam around. And I also, if, 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 if I'm feeling a little bit more ASCII, um, <laughs> I go, and by he doesn't have to be frowning. Yeah. Like nothing wrong with the guy. Hey, laughing is the, if you stand behind a group of people that need to, you're just, you don't even need to talk to, you know, just, just your presence. There. Just presence, yeah. You laugh at the show. Just yeah. Teach them, yeah, this is what you do. You don't have to stand there like a mean doorman if right. you don't want to. Just watch the yeah. show and enjoy it near that group. It's amazing what just that authority figure close to them will do sometimes. Yes. And, and it just because I've seen some clubs that do it very well where sometimes, uh, talking gets a little loud and the doorman just walks and stands next to the table yeah doesn't say anything to him just stands there and they kind of just look up and go oh oh, oh shit okay sometimes and, and they get it right they, and they kind of and they kind of self-police and uh i just want our listeners to be clear um when we were referencing a video earlier uh if you've been to an improv you've seen todd glass <laughs> i think i know it a sort of Okay, you're walking by the improv. Yeah. Okay. Hey, okay, you're walking by the improv. You're thinking, hey, let's go and see a show. And then maybe four people want to see a show. The other four people don't, but you all go in. And then the other people that don't really want to see the show, then they start talking. Then the door yeah, guy bet, comes bet, bet, over. Bet, <laughs> the door guy comes over. He goes, hey, could you please keep it down? You go, we were just laughing. <laughs> okay, now listen. Nobody's ever been thrown out of an improv for laughing. That's yeah. what we love. You come in here. There's good quality comedy. You just laugh during the show. Laugh, shut up, laugh, shut up. How many things in life are that easy? Don't go, but my uncle's the mayor we don't give a shit now a lot of people are going that's a negative way to start out a show i go that's because you were gonna sh- talk we don't give a shit yeah and then that, and then bro- dude, it's by the way so- that was so meta yeah, for us dude, that was unbelievable because we've been, we've been like, seeing you do, do this video you know what's i haven't done that like the only that's more in my head that when i was in dallas once the whole staff 
So I, you know, the, I'm in the back of the room. They're starting the show. You watch that yep. video roll. They go, do you want us to play that when you're here? I'm like, sometimes I would so say no. Funny, but yeah. And then the whole fucking staff, wherever they were at in the room, did it with me on the video. Wow. I was, I was How like, cool what is the that? fuck is... Go- this is, that, and then you realize, oh, they planned this. So that's even extra yeah, special. Yeah. You're like, oh, it makes your heart melt yeah. a little. You yeah. Know? You're like they said, so when Todd's here, Monday, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was, I mean, that's, that, by the way, by the way, that, that's a start. That's to me like if Tom Hanks was here and he started reciting lines from Forrest Gump. <laughs> best of moment, number 35, and the final best of moment, an ALN favorite, uh, an, uh, an ALN legend, an ALN classic ep provider every time he's on. You know him, you love him, Jonathan Kite. Do you take baths? I do. Yeah. So you must love this then. I actually do love I do love the size of it. But you know what's odd about that? I haven't taken a bath, full disclosure. Since 1984. Because I ever. <laughs> um, I just watch other people. I enjoy other people and I enjoy birds in baths. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't like that, that it's so big. I just feel like I'm wasting water. Yeah. This is a huge bathtub. Yeah. This is like a fourth of the size of the, of the jacuzzi out at the pool. I know. And it's and it's kind of like, I don't, what am I going to fill it up? Because then I feel like I'd have to leave it. Yeah. And then take like a lukewarm, you know. What like, would, uh, what, what would, uh, if Christopher Walken came into the place we're staying. Yeah. And saw a bathtub that was too big for his liking. Oh, he's here. Oh, he already lives here. But but he's now he's called. He's I'm on the, the maid. staff. I'm the staff that's come to the room yeah. to basically handle the uh, dispute the, the complaint that he has about the bathtub size. Hello, hi, yeah. Mr. Walken. What's uh, are you enjoying your stay? Well, sort of. Oh, there's a little bit of an issue with the tub. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I'm known for, it's. Then I like to soak. <laughs> I like to get in there until my balls look like two California raisins. Great. Is it so? What do you need? Anything or is it? Yeah. Is it too big? It's a little big for my liking. I like to feel like you know how pit bulls have a thunder shirt. <laughs> you put it around them so they feel snug, yeah. like a baby in a papoose. <laughs> That's how I like to feel in the tub. I like to get in there and feel like I'm being hugged <laughs> by the water, like a hug from Poseidon. So we'll get you a smaller tub. That's We can switch you rooms. It- I like the tub the way it is, but I'm hoping that one of the many staff members who will keep offering me towels, if they would just hug me. I did notice Mr. was bathing. Mr. Well, that's something I can discuss with the manager when he or she gets here. I did notice you chose to not sleep on the bed. You're sleeping on the pullout couch. Is that is the bed not to your liking? My favorite fairy tale is the princess and the pea. <laughs> and I have pea, PTSD. <laughs> You if have PTSD? PTSD. The P stands for P. <laughs> and the other P stands for post, you know, acronyms. So the last time I slept on a bed, I said, wow, this bed is hot as a rock. It turns out I was sleeping in a Flintstones-themed hotel. Different story, another time. <laughs> but there was definitely a P under the stone. I felt it. I can't sleep on normal beds. What's it like doing laundry at a Flintstones hotel? Well, I like to look at the turtle 
the the snapper. As I'm rubbing the clothes over his face, he hates the underwear in my drawers. But he always says to me, hey, it's a living. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.